0: Welcome back to another episode of the Portal Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Clinton, editor and columnist for Heartland College Sports. And today we are excited to bring you the latest transfer portal NIL and recruiting news from across the nation. Today, February 1st, 2023, is National Signing Day. That means all the players that we're going to see coming in the new class for their, for their new teams across the country are signed by today, if they hadn't already in December. And so we're going to start seeing a, a new group of kids working their way up through the ranks in the college uh, depth charts across the country. It starts today. It's exciting. Big news for them. Big, big days in their lives. Um, let's, we're going to kind of break down. Let's go through the top ten. And I want to pick one player that sticks out and why for each of those classes. Uh, and we're just going to kind of nest right there today. So number one overall, Alabama Crimson Tide. Nick Saban has done it again for the dozenth time since he's been there. Alabama has the number one overall class. It's the third best class of all time behind 2022 A&M and guess who? 2021 Alabama. They've got nine five-star signees in the class. The kid I'm looking at is Caleb Downs. He's the number one safety in the class. He's the number sixth overall player in the country. And He's incredible. He is what Andrew Ivans called the safest one of the safest bets in the class of 2023. He's produced for four straight years on both sides of the ball. He's smooth, he's instinctive, he's competitive. He's picked off 19 passes in 51 career games in high school. He could do it all. His his comp out of high school from 247 is Justin Reed who plays safety for the Kansas City Chiefs. That's a good comp. <laughs> that's if if you are a safety and you're being compared to a starting safety that's about to play in the Super Bowl, I would say you're doing something right. So Alabama has number one class. That's a kid that I'm looking for. Of course, Alabama has the number one class. Who has number two? You guessed it, Georgia Bulldogs. Five, five stars in Georgia's 2023 class. Player I'm looking at here is Jordan Hall. He's a defensive lineman. He's the number 39 overall player in the class, number four defensive lineman in 2023. He's listed at 6'3", 317 pounds. And the reports on Hall out of the All-American game were that he was virtually unblockable. Um, Andrew Ivins calls him a trench bully that can dent protection and plug up against the run. Uh, His comp is Dalvin Tomlinson, who plays nose tackle for the New York Giants. So um, he follows Ivan's – ends his description, his scouting report of Jordan Hall by saying this, will need to keep progressing, but has what it takes to emerge as a difference maker in the SEC and then eventually an early NFL draft pick. Does that sound familiar? Another defensive lineman from Georgia that's going to come in, play for a couple years, and then go earn the big bucks. As an early first round draft pick, yeah, that, that Georgia is rolling those guys out. There's, it's no wonder that they've won back to back national championships. They just continue to roll guys like that out. Um, more of the same in 2023. Jordan Hall's a big get for Georgia, who has a number two class in the country. Number three, the Texas Longhorns. This is the highest rating, uh, highest recruiting class that Texas has had in several years. Uh, they've got four or five stars signed. Uh, the highest of which is Arch Manning. He's the number one player in the country, number one quarterback in the country. Uh, Yes, his last name is Manning, and we'll get to that in a second. He's 6'4", 215 pounds, so he has ideal frame for a quarterback. And he has above-average athleticism. He's pretty mobile for his size. But his pocket presence, his awareness, and – His arm talent are incredible. There's a reason why he's the number one overall player in the class. Now, did his name help him with that? Uh, Yeah, probably. But he's a bona fide five-star quarterback. And if you think he's anything but, you're not watching the same film that I am. Yes, I understand that he is playing against lower-level talent than guys like maybe Jackson Arnold are playing uh, uh, while he's playing in 3A or 2A Louisiana football. But... He doesn't look like anybody else that's out there on the field, and there's a reason for that. It's because he's not like anybody else that's out there on the field. He's the number one overall player in the country. His comp is Joe Burrow. Yes, that Joe Burrow, uh, the the quarterback for the Cincinnati Bengals, former LSU quarterback. He's good. He he is deserving of a top ten ranking. Number one, maybe a bit high, but for me, but I I would definitely. Uh, argue with somebody if they were saying he wasn't a top 10 player in this class. Um certainly a huge gift for the Texas Longhorns. It's going to be interesting to see the dynamic uh this spring with with Ewers as the incumbent starter there and Manning now uh, on campus. I think there's definitely a quarterback battle brewing. Don't know what that's going to look like. Um I wouldn't bet it, I wouldn't bet against the young kid though. Uh he he's incredible. So, uh number 4 in the national recruiting rankings Oklahoma, they've got three five-stars. I was, I, I, wanted to go Jackson-Arnold here, I did, just for the comparison between the two, but I'm not. I'm going to take P.J. Atabari. He's the number 11 overall player in the class. He's the number two edge in the country. He's a five-star defensive player. Yes, a defensive player that's ranked as a five-star that has committed to Oklahoma. He's the highest-rated Oklahoma defensive recruit since 2005. Let that sink in for a second. I just turned I was I was turning 10 years old in 2005. So it's been a long time since Oklahoma has had somebody like this on the defensive side of the ball on campus. And he he has almost a 7 foot wingspan. He's got 10 inch hands. He's 6'4, 240 pounds. He's twitchy, he's athletic. And he looks like a college football player coming in from college, or from high school, rather. And he showed out in the Under Armour All-American game. He was making plays left and right. He's going to make plays left and right in Norman. He's going to be a huge, huge get for Brent Venables and the Sooners. I think he's a day-one contributor for Oklahoma, if I'm being completely honest. He's just that kind of talent. Um, Let's move on to number five, Ohio State. I had one five-star in the class, and that was Brendan Ennis, five-star wide receiver, number 35 player in the country, number five wide receiver in the country. He's listed at 5'11", 198 pounds. He's the top-rated prospect in Ohio State's class, which three of its top four prospects, or signees rather now, are wide receivers. So I think they've made it pretty clear that they're wide receiver you, and you can't really argue with that for who they've put in the league in recent years. Uh, comparison there is Amon Ross St. Brown, who plays for the Detroit Lions. That's a good comparison. They they do look very similar on film. Um, they, they both have the same level of explosiveness, you know, and as being a little younger, obviously, some more room to gain. But he's a terrific route runner and has good hands. He's got very good speed for his size. I You know, I think he's going to be uh, – a, a big gift for Ohio state and just another in the long line of successful wide receivers for the Buckeyes. Number six in the country, LSU, they've got two, five stars. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to stick with Deshaun Womack on this one. And here's why LSU needed some help on the defensive line last year. I think that's probably the one thing that kept them from beating Florida state and making their claim for, a spot in the college football playoff. Despite being beat by Georgia, I think, you know, if, if LSU goes in um finds a way to get into that game with just a loss or maybe uh maybe no losses and going into that game. Before I ramble too far, the reason why they didn't is because their defensive line was not at the level it needed to be. This is the kind of kid you need to go out and get if that's what you want to do. He's number 36 overall player, number six edge in the class. He is drawing comparisons to Bud Dupree, who plays for the Tennessee Titans. Terrific player. Uh, he's, he's ready he's, he's ready to play at the next level. He's 6'4", 240 pounds. Um, LSU went out and got a lot of guys, and the transfer portal will help him immediately. That'll help them kind of bring him along and up to speed uh, for the college game. But they have gone out and gotten defensive line help. He's a young kid, but he will obviously be somebody to look for Uh, if you're a Tigers fan, going into this year and and, uh, beyond that. Number seven in the class, or number seven in the country, Miami has two five-stars. Both of those guys playing offensive line. Uh, Bear with me here, Samson Okanlolo Okanlola. There we go, got it out. Uh, Number 23 overall player and number four player uh, at – at offensive tackle 65 330 pounds. They also signed a uh, five-star offensive tackle Francis Francis Moigoa. Uh, sorry Francis Mauigoa, Number 10 overall player and number 2 offensive tackle. So they go out and get two of the top four offensive tackles in the 2023 class and they needed help on the offensive line. Mario Cristobal gets good offensive linemen. That's what he does. That's, that's one of his calling cards. He's done that in this class. He addressed a need, and Miami is going to be better for it. Now, does that automatically make Miami a contender in, in the ACC next year? I'm not going to jump there just yet. I think Florida State and Clemson have claimed to that right now. But Miami, their roster is getting better. Whether they're using NIL to do it or not, it doesn't matter at this point. Uh, everybody is doing what they can. And Miami was able to get two of the best offensive linemen in the country in this class uh, and get them down to Coral Gables. And and now Miami is, is looking forward to some of the incoming talent to help them up front. So big win for Miami. Uh, good job, Mario Cristobal. They're getting more offensive linemen in. Uh, Miami moves on to uh, try and figure some things out after a disappointing season in 2022. Oregon, number eight in the cl- uh, country. One five-star. We're not going to talk about him, though. I think the most important player in this class, in my opinion, is Austin Novosad. He's a four-star quarterback out of Driving Springs, Texas. Number 131 overall player in the class. He's the number 10 quarterback in the class. Oh, Baylor Baylor fans, uh, hide your ears for a second. Dante Moore went to UCLA, so naturally, Novosad went to Oregon. Um, Dante Moore was, was the jewel of Oregon's class, uh, five-star and, and, uh, one of the better quarterbacks in the class. He decided to jump ship and go to UCLA. They offered him more money, I'm assuming. And, uh, Nova Sads, uh, was contacted there shortly after. I'm not sure that he was told he was the backup plan, but, um, you kind of have to think he knew that it didn't matter. Uh, he is now an Oregon duck and, uh, uh, it's a tough break for the Bears. It is. Uh, you, you need somebody like that to hold a, a, a cornerstone for your for your recruiting class, and they lost that. Uh, it is a big get for the Ducks, and uh, Baylor is going to figure some things out. They signed another quarterback uh, out of the state of Texas, but Austin Ovisad's who they wanted. Unfortunately, he's going to be a Duck and play in the Pac-12 next year. But uh, it's, a, it's a big win for Oregon, and they are the number eight uh, class in the country. Number nine class in the country is Tennessee. And uh, they have one five star. His name is Nico i And he's the number three player in the class, number two quarterback in the class. He's being compared to Justin Herbert out of high school. Those are that that's that's high praise. But I do think that this is a kid that has one of the higher upsides in the entire class. He's 6'5", 200 pounds. And he's just a gifted athlete. He can make uh, he can make moves with his legs. He is incredibly dangerous uh, throwing when he's rolling out of the pocket. Um, he's good enough to take off and run if you design runs for. He he is a great athlete, and I think that he's a big get for Josh Heupel, who's got to replace Hinton Hooker this year, which is not going to be easy. I mean, we were talking about Hinton Hooker being one of the favorites to win the Heisman before he went down with a ACL injury. And we're not really sure what Joe Milton looks like uh, as, as the full-time starter. We know he, he played well against Clemson, but we have questions there still from, you know uh, what we've seen in the past. And and I think that uh, I am was, will definitely uh, come in and play a role of some sort for Tennessee, whether that's significant or not is to be determined. Number 10 is Notre Dame. They're the only uh, class in the top 10 without any five stars. But the player I want to talk about is Jaden Greathouse. He's a wide receiver. He's listed at 6'2", 220 pounds. He is already put together. um, He's he's well-built already coming out of high school. And uh, Gabe Brooks from 247 Sports. Says he has good height and is well developed in his build. He's stoutly assembled with a high physical floor. Early in his uh, his early in career, he looked like a potential flex and tight end candidate, but now he looks like a true big outside receiver at this stage. Um, he's incredibly athletic. He entered a senior season this year with 180 catches and 3,100 yards and 43 touchdowns in his first three seasons, and. This is just one of those kids that you know Notre Dame is going to be able to use as a red zone weapon, uh, somebody that can move the chains for them when they need to, and eventually will be an NFL draft, uh, NFL draft pick when it comes time. Um, big gift for Notre Dame. They did lose out on a couple of five stars, uh, namely Peyton Bowen to Oklahoma, originally Oregon, and then Oklahoma. But but Oregon uh, Notre Dame rather did a good job sticking around the top ten, and they round out our top ten. But with us being Heartland College Sports, we cover a lot of Big Twelve football, and so let's let's look at at the Big Twelve classes for a second. What is the best class outside of Oklahoma and Texas? Well, if you scroll down the list just a bit to number nineteen, you will find the TCU Horn Frogs. Now, TCU is coming off of a season in which they ended up in the national championship. We don't want to talk about what happened after the national cha- or in the national championship game, but they did make it there. uh, Finished the season as the national runner up. They've got nine four stars coming in in their 2023 class, led led by Cordell Russell, who's the number one hundred overall player and number eleven wide receiver in the in the country. Um. He's a supreme talent, will be somebody the Big 12 uh, defenders are going to have to deal with over the next few years. But they also went out and got Marcus Deal and Avion Carter, who provide defensive line for the future. Both guys um, have signed their letter of intent. They will not arrive until the summer. But uh, you've got two guys that are immediate um, contributors for the Horn Frogs, and definitely guys that you will be hearing a lot from or a lot about in the next few years. Uh, so TCU is the next best class. But I, I do want to say that Joey McGuire and Texas Tech deserve some recognition here as well. They were the number 26 overall class, and they did it mainly with West Texas kids, which is awesome because those are kids that are going to be excited to be Red Raiders, which is a huge deal. And I, I don't think that that needs to go without saying. Uh, Texas Tech was able to get five, five, four stars in their class, finished 26th, Uh, overall in the 2023 rankings. They were as high as number two or number one uh, with Notre Dame uh, trading back and forth early on. They fall to twenty sixth. still an awesome class, one of the better classes Texas Tech's ever signed. Uh, So good for the Red Raiders there. So this is what the Big 12 looks like. You have number three uh, recruiting class in the country with Texas. Oklahoma comes in at number four overall. TCU is 19th. Texas Tech is 26th. Kansas State comes in at 32nd and 5th in the Big 12. Baylor is 6th in the Big 12 and 34th overall. Iowa State comes in at 7th in the Big 12, number 40 overall. West Virginia is 8th in the Big 12 and 47th overall. New Big 12 member UCF is number 49 overall in the country and 9th in the Big 12. Oklahoma State comes in at 10th and 55th. That's one of the worst classes that uh, Mike Gundy has signed Uh, he will figure it out. I know he will. But uh, that's lower than we've seen from Oklahoma State in a while. Uh, Right after Oklahoma State at 55 is 56 is Houston. Uh, BYU is sixty sixth. Kansas comes in at 72nd and 13th. And then last in the Big 12 is Cincinnati, who had plenty of guys decommit after their head coach left for the Wisconsin job. But Scott Satterfield will get things figured out for, for the Bearcats eventually. So, of those teams, who is a class? Which class do I think is being slept on a bit? Well, I'm going to go with Kansas State, Big 12 champions from 2022. Kansas State Wildcats. The first thing that I see when I look at Kansas State's 2023 class is Avery Johnson. He's the number nine overall quarterback in the class, he's number 99 player in the country. And He's an in-state kid who wanted to be a Wildcat. There were several teams that came in late like, trying to get, um, trying to get some attention from Avery Johnson and and wanted to be, wanted a, a chance to coax him away from the state of Kansas. It didn't happen. He stuck with it, and it's a big win for for Kansas State. He's an incredible athlete. Uh, he gives them a top ten prospect at the quarterback position, and he's easily the headliner of the class uh he's a true dual threat quarterback. He can make plays with both his arms and his legs and he is he's going to be somebody that you have to look out for and somebody you have to game plan around uh, if you're a defensive coordinator in the Big 12 for years to come. So big gift for Kansas State there. But let's go down the list just a couple of guys. Jordan Allen, another Kansas native. 6'3", 235, plays Uh, the edge position or defensive end. He's number 42 edge in the country, but he's a freak athlete. He's an absolute freak athlete. So at his size, you would think um, that, you know, he he wouldn't have quite as much twitch as he does. He is twitchy and he is able to uh, do some things that would surprise you uh, at his size. And I really, I don't know how many guys at 6'3", 235 pounds, are going to be able to throw a shot put one hundred eighty feet and ten inches, <laughs> or sorry, a disc is one hundred eighty feet and ten inches. A shot put fifty five feet, which at his size, if you if you've never if you've never thrown, that's impressive. I mean, those are usually offensive lineman sized guys throwing distances that far. So for him to be able to move the way he does. And the power that he has exhibited in high school as a two-way, um, as a two-way player and a, and a multi-sport athlete, really, really big gift for Kansas State. So um, that is going to wrap it up for us here at the Portal Podcast. We really appreciate you guys uh, giving us a chance. And make sure you check us out at heartlandcollegesports.com whenever you get a chance. Thank you again, and we will see you next time out here in the Portal.